Susan Kyo sitting in for Kira Kelly on Lunchtime Live on Scripted this Friday. I'm very happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about this afternoon. 53106 is the text line. We're giving the show over to you and you're setting the agenda and you can be the guests. You can email us lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. You can also tweet us at Lunchtime Live NT. I do want to mention our competition that we're running all this week. We're giving you a chance to win a wonderful break for two at Farnham Estates Spang Golf Resort in Cavan. Enjoy a two-night stay at Luxury accommodation, dinner on one night, unlimited access to the health and spa facilities and more information can be found on farnhamestate.ie. Today you could win two nights bed and breakfast and one evening dinner. And to enter, just answer this question, who will Ireland play in their first Euro 2020 qualifier match tomorrow? Text the word estate, your answer and your name to us now on 53106. That's 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Now one listener, Circa, has gotten in contact with the programme. Here's what she had to say. She said I'm incensed at people parking in disabled bays when they don't have a blue badge. It makes life even more difficult for genuinely disabled people when able-bodied people abuse these spaces for just five minutes in inverted commas. Also why are parent and infant spaces closer to entrances in some shopping centres? Is it because these parents spend more money than disabled people? People with kids in pushchairs and prams should not get priority over those who have have a disability. Now, Sarka is sick today. We did want to talk to her, talk to her on the show today, but she isn't able to. But she does want uh, us to put it out there. What do you think? Are you disabled? And has this happened to you? Have you ever tried to get a disabled spot and you couldn't get one because somebody able-bodied was actually parking in it when they didn't need to? And have you ever approached someone for wrongfully taking up a disabled parking spot? Is that something you would do, or would you just be angry inside your own head and not? have the guts to go over and say anything about it. Well, Tracy is on the line. Tracy, have you experience of this? Uh, absolutely, Susan. Hi, thanks, thanks for having me on. Um, I have a severely disabled son, so that's why I uh, have the experience and it. it's not myself that's disabled, it's my son. So, um, absolutely. Uh, Tell me what happens, it, Tracy, in, in, like you, if you're going to a, a shopping centre or where does it happen mostly? Any, <laughs> anywhere. Um, even even in the um, school car parks, for example, if they have a disabled spot, you often see parents there picking up their children um, and they don't have a blue card, but it's closer to the school mm-hmm. and it might be raining. So they'll do that. So that their kid can, you know, get, not get so wet, for example. Um, and and I did want to throw one thing out in listening to the comment that you read first. Um, it's I think it's important for everybody to remember that it's the blue card they need to, to look at, um, not the physical ability of a person, because not all disabilities yeah, are of visible. Mm. So. <laughs> You know, you may see somebody get out of a car in a disabled parking spot that looks absolutely fine as long as there's that blue card there because they may have a a disability that you can't see. So that's the real important, you know, thing to look for. And yeah, I've approached people. Have you? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. If there's not a blue card there. So what would you do? Just go up and say... Sorry, did you know, I'll start out nice. I try to anyway sorry, did you know this is a disabled spot or what have you? And nine times out of ten, it's, oh, but I'm only going to be here for a minute. 
you know. And what do you um, say then when they say that? I say, well, I'm sorry, but somebody else, or if it's me who needs that spot at the moment, you know, I would say me, needs that spot now and there's none other left or what have you. You need to just park in a regular spot because there's a reason those spots are there at the front, towards the front. And I suppose, um, Tracy, you get a bit of a mixed reaction depending on, on who you approach. But um, I'm sure some people would be mortified if you call them out. Some people probably do do it. It's wrong. People shouldn't do it. It's not something I'd ever do. I just absolutely would never park in a disabled spot. And I never yeah. have done. But I'm sure if somebody did it for a second and moved off, if somebody called them out on it, they'd be absolutely mortified about it. Some are. Most mm. people are. Well, no, I'd say most people probably are. They'd be. They'd be quite embarrassed. But I've. I've had a number of people actually be quite offended that I would, uh, you know, have the nerve to uh, point out to them, even as kindly as I can, that that's a disabled spot and they don't have a blue card. Um, they get very indignant. Some people, you know, I've been given the fingers and told off, you know, no matter how nicely I put it, you get people that are just angry and, and they don't want it pointed out and they think it's none of your business where they park. And Tracy, uh, how is your son? Um, he's 14, isn't he? He is, he's 14. Um, we're actually thinking of parking. I, I, I do wish we could get out to go parking at the moment, but uh, <laughs> or to go drive and then park, I should say. Um, He's he had a spinal fusion in October, and um, one one of the issues, uh, you know, he's not the only one, but yeah, he had severe scoliosis. You get a spinal fusion after months, if not years, waiting and fighting for that spot, uh, the surgery, um, and then don't have a wheelchair. I should say the seating part of it because. Uh, a lot of kids that are disabled have scoliosis. Uh, the seat is moulded especially for their shape at that time. Well, if you think about it, take a C shape, right? And then after the surgery, they're like a straight line. Okay, they're so not going to fit in their yeah. chair anymore. And there's no joined up thinking. So you have a child then that now has this lovely new back, is a completely different shape. The hips are different. The back is different. They're taller, their legs go different, you know, um, and they don't fit in their seat anymore. He's now housebound, bedridden, because he's on another wait list now for the custom molded seat. Uh, and we're looking at probably late July. And this is his surgery was in October. So you can't go out at all, Tracy? No, no. And then you could add another issue, Susan, if you wanted to. Like there is in-home respite, but in some counties, not all of the counties, not all of the areas, uh, the HSE has been trying to implement a policy called local parentis, where a parent or adult has to remain in the home where the respite nurse is there to provide respite for the disabled child. Um Parents such as myself who are lone parents and lay around, uh, that would mean I would have to stay in. But then, uh, it's, even, then it's, it, it defeats the purpose of the respite, doesn't it? Abs- absolutely. And that's 
the logical conclusion to that. It, it doesn't make sense. That's not respite. Uh, the argument from HSE would be, well, it's respite from caring. It doesn't mean respite for, that you can go out and do anything. But but that doesn't make sense. You're still then forced to remain in the home uh, during those, you know, I think I would get maybe five hours a week It would be my allotment. And I care 24-7 every day. I mean, it's around the clock, middle of the night. And, and it, you know, it's, it's and to not be able to leave the home um, for months on end then when beca- because you have wait lists yeah. like this. Um, carers in Ireland are really in crisis, especially those of us that don't have the family support, uh, that our lone parents even compounds the situation. Um, and it's ironic then that we have to remain in the home to support the nurse for respite in case there's an emergency is one thing that's said. Yet the HSE or whomever would be fine with us staying home as lone parents, mm. full-time carers, doing everything on our own for months on end with no support. Okay, you know, Tracy, that so, definitely looks like a, it's a whole other issue, actually. But it's it's really interesting that you say that. <laughs> I I wasn't aware that there was that that was uh, in place. Which to me, it just seems like it defeats the purpose altogether of respite. If you're still a in the house, a number of us are trying to fight it, Susan, and and will continue to do. There's a couple of our advocacy groups out there oh. that the par- our parents, you know, parents like myself, have started, and you know, we continue to uh, ask it to be addressed. And okay, well, Tracy, it might be something we come back to again on Lunchtime Live. It's it's an Absolutely. interesting one. And thanks for talking to us today. Um, we appreciate it. I might jump to Breen. Breen is on the line. Breen, what are your thoughts on people parking in disabled parking spaces when they do not need to? Hi, Susan. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had um, spoken to Kira about this before. My own uh, sister is a wheelchair user and uh, her husband as well, also a wheelchair user. And they're always telling me about the issues that they have and um, I'm a retired guard myself, so I have had several dealings with this in the past. Um, the, the problem, there, there's several problems there. there there's, there's people using wheelchair spots in public areas, and there's people using wheelchair spots in private areas who are not entitled to use those spots, i.e. they don't have a permit. Um, how you deal with the two is, is slightly different. A, a, Somebody using it in a public area, you can always call the guards and report them. And um, most guards that I have uh, ever worked with are very, very proactive in that um, when, whenever they see um, the, the, uh, a car being parked there without a permit, they will always take action on it. Um, in a private um, uh, area, like, like um, a car park, a, a supermarket car park, it's slightly different because um, you can't call the guards in to ask people or to... to, to um, they don't police a the car park, I guess. You know, the guards park. aren't, yeah. So it is up to the, the management of the, 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 the supermarket to get involved. And, and from what I've seen, it, it, it's not happening. Um, 
I think it probably, Breen, comes down to it's a point that's been made by all of our callers on this topic today. When people do it, they tend to chance their arm and they probably do do it for a short space of time. That is not to say that they should do it, but I'd say what most people do is they pull up and they think, right, I need to run in here and get something. I'm going to park there for five minutes. So even if somebody in the, um, even if somebody in the supermarket car park decided to go in and alert the management to it, the chances are they'll probably be well gone before they get to, to approach them about it. Yeah, well, what, what, what tends to happen, is, though, is, is that you, you get a succession of people parking there for five minutes. And my own sister has had, had told me several times where she has tried to get parking spaces in, in, in a supermarket. And, and she's probably you know, circling around and around and around. around. Trying you, know, you, you, you can't just stop and wait because there's people behind you. So you drive around, and by the time you come around again, that first person has left and somebody else has gone into the spot. And would your problem. sister, Breen, would she ever approach somebody about it? Like oh, if, she has. Yeah. She, uh, and what kind of reception and, does she get? Um, mixed. Um, in, 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 in her case, when, when she, she does approach people, vast majority of them will apologise. and uh, Because they're um, mortified and because, because they got caught rotten. And, and they are being caught by a person sitting in a wheelchair. Um, it, when, when, when somebody who walks over to them and says, look, you're parked in a, in, in a, in a parking spot for, for wheelchair use. Very often, they're not as, as um, uh, mortified, shall we say, uh, and the, 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 the reaction can be quite different. I, I, I have approached people, both in my capacity as a guard, I'm now retired, and in, in my retirement phase, I've also approached people. And, and, and it's, it's simple enough things to just say to them, excuse me, I see you're parked in a wheelchair parking spot, would you mind just making sure your permit is displayed? And that way... It gives You're them not accusing them of, not yeah. Accusing them and, and it gives them an option to go back to the car and either move away or pull up their parking permit. Because sometimes people do forget to put up their per- permits, you know. But the, 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 the problem with somebody taking a wheelchair spot, what they don't realise is if you are wheelchair bound and you want to get into your car, if you're on your own, you have to open your your. You need your enough space, yeah. And you, uh, my sister, um, when she, she'll wheel up to the to the car. She'll open the door. She'll put her wheelchair as close to the her seat, and she'll hoist herself off her wheelchair onto her seat, and then she'll start to disassemble her wheelchair, and she takes the le- the, the wheels off it, and then. You need the space to do that. And she needs the space to do that. And and she has had occasion where she has returned to her car to find that she could not get to her door. And she has sat in the rain. She's stuck then. Stuck waiting for uh, an inconsiderate driver to come back. And it it is down to total um, inconsideration. People just don't care. Mm. Okay, Breen, I just say I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much for talking to us on Lunchtime Live. The lines, the text lines are lighting up here. Loads of people want to have their say on able-bodied people parking in disabled spots. We'll return to it after the break.